Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. This is the time of year where you want to feel comfortable, and Burkhart wants you and your family to be safe. That's why they asked me to talk about Generac Automatic Standby Generators. When the power goes out, a Generac generator from Burkhart will keep the lights on, your refrigerator on, air conditioning. It's all up and running instantly. So next time the storm hits, don't be left in the dark. Talk to Burkhart about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opelie.
Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, taking you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6, right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon. Thanks so much for being there. Remember, you can listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, Nash FM 106.1 on the World Wide Web, along with ericasher.com, our podcast available on all major podcasting platforms. Anchor is our home base, but pretty much get us everywhere. So all you got to do is search Eric Asher or Inside New Orleans Radio Show with Eric Asher, and you should find the podcast easily. Have that, Try to have that podcast up for you about 20 minutes after the program ends each and every day. Uh, today on the program, Sean Bazin of Fox 8 Sports will join us. Uh, and, of course, that will happen at, four t- at 4.30, maybe 4.35, depending on that break. Uh, and then uh, Celebrity Chef Scott Craig will join us at the top of the 5 o'clock hour, right around 5.10. Uh, today's program is brought to you by the Katie's Family of Restaurants, Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City, opening, we hope, on October the 11th. I don't know if you had a chance to look on my social media platforms, uh, especially on, on the Facebook, and I uh, had a chance to be able to um, uh, see the uh, renovations that are going on on the first floor of the other restaurant as the second floor is, is is coming back from a roof leak that, that buckled up all the floors uh but they're, they hope to be open uh with a new look on october the 11th right now uh francesca by, by katie's is open uh again serving a lot of the uh great menu items that you love at katie's but of course things that are that are uh central to what uh Francesca by Katie's has always done, which, again, is fantastic pizzas, incredible muffaladas, family recipes, and, of course, uh, don't forget about these family meals, which are absolutely fantastic. St. Louis Deli with great sandwiches, sodas, but also delicious sides, great specials for you, uh, and I mentioned an award-winning pizza as well. Uh, get out there and enjoy a poor boy, fantastic sandwich. Remember, you can dine in, dine outdoors, or, again, uh, have that delivered to you as well, 266 You go to FrancescaDeli.com for more information. Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Their sister restaurant, Bienvenue on Hickory, is open. They're open seven days a week, 6-7 Hickory Avenue. Uh, whether, again, you're looking at Sunday brunch on a Sunday or Monday through Saturday, getting uh, daily specials, fantastic soups, salads, uh, fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, contemporary Creole cuisine, and great southern dishes at its finest. Check out their menu at BienvenueHarahan.com. And, of course, 305-4792. That's 504-305-4792 is the phone number. Uh, that's Bienvenue on Hickory. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Uh, Sean Vazan will join us tomorrow on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Make sure you check that out. Uh, our live broadcast will happen at uh, 1 p.m. on Thursday uh, on WLE-TV. Also live streaming on the WLE-TV YouTube page. Uh, 6 p.m. is our first rebroadcast on, Pelican, on, on WLAE on Thursday night. The Deuce has us at 10 o'clock on, on Thursday. And then Friday night in Pelican Sports Television. 10 o'clock on WLAE, Saturday at 2 a.m. on The Deuce. We finish up at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television every Saturday afternoon. And, yeah, folks, we have that on our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter and Eric Asher on Facebook. It's always on the WLAE TV YouTube page. All right, let's jump into it. Um, man, just listening to, um, you know, and reading a lot of the things that, I'm, that I've been reading and researching over the last few days and, I'm really surprised over the consternation of, of the play of Jameis Winston after just three regular season games. You know, first of all, can, can I just say this? Saints, Saints are, are two and one, okay? They have a winning record. they got the Giants coming in. That's a very, very winnable game. By the way, Giants sent back their allotment of tickets um, for the game on Sunday. 
Uh, I know that uh, a lot of people out there, there's some that are not going because of COVID. Uh, there, you know, there's plenty of reasons why people are either going or not going. Uh, but if you are trying to sell your tickets on the secondary market, it got just that much tougher. I'm a little surprised, i got to be honest with you, because uh, the Giants usually uh, uh, travel very, very well. Uh, but, again, they gave back tickets to the Saints, so there's even more tickets available uh, on, on, uh, online uh, with the Saints and, of course, on the secondary market as well. Anyway, I want to get back to Jameis. The Saints are 2-1 are, are with, with the Giants coming in. That's a very winnable game uh, for the Saints. The one thing we worried about Jameis Winston when he came to New Orleans and, and had a chance to be able to play this season was what? Turning the ball over. Okay, he's, he's had two turnovers. He's, he's been intercepted twice. He hasn't fumbled yet. I want you to go back in your mind's eye and think of one of the big issues he had at Tampa, okay? Uh, Again, it wasn't just picks in Tampa, okay? It was fumbles. He fumbled the ball an awful lot in Tampa in his NFL career. Look, let's look at at the facts here, where where the Saints are in their offense right now. And, look, we had a lot of hope in the offseason, a lot of hope when you came into um, training camp that a lot of these undrafted free agents would be able to fit right in, much like we saw with Drew Brees. Uh, was that the Atlanta Falcon game a couple years ago where four touchdowns, all four went to undrafted free agents. He's had the ability to take undrafted free agents and make them into all pros or at least pro Bowl players or guys that should be pro Bowl players, i.e. Marcus Colston, right? I mean, Marcus Colston was a seventh-round pick, but a guy that you know pretty much was 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 just overlooked through his his old career. And one of the great one of the greatest wide receivers in the history of the Saints. And a lot of people, again, know you know when he came out of Hofstra, didn't think much of, of Marcus Colston. Made a career with Breeze. So you look at just what he has right now. He what he doesn't have is an established NFL receiver to throw to. I mean, Callaway, Humphreys, Hogan, who had just got off the lacrosse field. Montgomery's more of, a, again, a, a two-way type player where they can play multiple positions for you. He's not going to lead you in receiving. He's a nice guy, again, that's a complimentary player. You know, Harris may be the best of the lot, but he, again, he was at Assumption a few years ago, had never played, had, had never, uh, didn't even know what an NFL playbook was, was about, uh, did, didn't know the concepts, everything else. He talked about that earlier this year, that he had, again, learn it all, learn it all from scratch as an NFL player. So he's still learning. The, the, the thing he's got, again, is, is again, his, his blazing speed and that separation he can get. You know, uh, maybe he's a potential number two when, when you get your number one back. Kenny Stills has the potential to be a number two here. We saw it at one time when he was here. Now, he's got to get reacclimated to, to the offense. He just got here. I mean, I mean you know, he hadn't even had a chance to unpack yet. And, and, you know, Kenny Stills was in the game last week. So you look at that just from the wide receiver position. Doesn't have a lot of weapons right now. You know, Troutman and Griffin have done nothing this season. Troutman was looked at as a guy that could come in and immediately take over that tight end position and do what other tight ends have done in, 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 uh, in, in the position he's in right now as, again, the number one target as a tight end uh, in, in the passing game. And he has been um, trying to be nice here. Well, he's been bad, okay? I mean, he just he hasn't caught the ball consistently. He hasn't done when necessarily what we thought he was going to be doing uh, this year. But, again, look, this is his first year really starting. So, once again, he's got to learn the ropes here. Much like, again, a lot of those wide receivers have to kind of learn how to be an NFL uh, a starting receiver or uh, a player that's playing a lot in the NFL. Uh, you look at Johnson. Look, Jawan Johnson switches position from wide receiver to tight end his first time in this position. Uh, he could be – he has potential, okay, especially, again, being a third or fourth option if, when you get Michael Thomas back, when, uh, if, if Traquan Smith uh, can stay healthy. And then some of these other guys become complementary pieces to you. I mean, right now, if you really look at it, if you're honest with yourself, Calvin Kamara is the only legitimate passing game threat. 
that the Saints have right now out of the backfield. He needs to do everything. And, that's and again, that's, that's a thing that I would be concerned about, again, is his usage. Uh, and, again, the physical pounding that he's taken because he's running the ball inside, not just outside. And, again, a lot of people believe that he's not a great inside runner. Again, he just he glances off or blows some. But, again, look, he's going to take some hits. And we know those hits, they, they tend to accumulate over time uh, within a season. And we, we don't want to see him slowing down or being injured in the stretch run when you're trying to make a playoff run here. So, again, that, that is um, – when I look at that, I'm kind of saying, well, you know, maybe I'm a little more fearful of that than anything else. Again, because he is uh, the offense right now, and he is uh, the, the offensive backfield for the most part. Uh, when Thomas gets back, when, when, when Smith gets back, maybe at that point, again, we'll start to see a little bit more. So you tell me right now. Where is the where is Jameis Winston's legit NFL put the fear in God, uh, uh, put the fear in God in a secondary uh, pass catching threat? I'll wait. There is none. Okay, there really is none. There is none. You got a few pieces here and there. Maybe on any given Sunday they might give you something, but there's nobody out there that again they're game planning saying we're going to take them all. You think they're trying to take Marquez uh, Callaway away now? Come on. They're more worried about Harris more than anybody else, and they know what Stills can do. So there's nobody, again, they're just playing the Saints straight up right now because they have no fear with this wide receiving core or any of the pass catchers right now, with maybe the exception of Kamara, who you got to watch all the time. Winston is not true Breeze, okay? Breeze threw a more catchable ball first. I mean, let's, let's, let's talk about that for a minute, okay? Breeze's ball was more catchable. He was more accurate. He could place the ball where only receivers could catch it, and he threw receivers open, okay? Because of his knowledge of the offense, he could take a bunch of undrafted free agents and move the ball through the air. On the other hand, Jameis Winston throws uh, a much harder ball, okay? Uh, he is a guy that has more RPMs on it. Uh, he rarely throws a, a receiver open, okay? He doesn't, he doesn't have the trust or, or the anticipation that Breeze had uh, in the offense or the pass catchers that he's had in the past. I mean, all these things add up right now to, again, what's happening in the first quarter of this season. I mean, you can see that when Jameis throws the football, it's different than when Breeze threw it. I mean, again, the guys, again, look, it's coming at him hard. It's coming at him with a lot of RPMs. It's a little different, well, a little different uh, pass than what Breeze and what these receivers have been used to. Then the offensive line. Look, I've talked about this since the beginning, uh, right, right when Breeze started to retire, even before he retired. The difference between Breeze and who his heir apparent would be. The offensive line is not used to Jameis holding on to the ball as long as he has. And he's holding on to the ball longer than Breeze ever did. Look, I saw a stat last week that said that, that in this past game, he had over three seconds to throw the ball, okay, when he dropped back. And was still indecisive on where to go with the ball. So what does he do? He takes sacks or he looks uncomfortable. He's still uncomfortable. Let's go back in your mind's eye for a moment. And let's think about the last two quarterbacks that stepped in for Breeze. First of all, Bridgewater, okay, and, and then Taysom. Both guys were, were concentrating on not making mistakes and turning the ball over. That's what has, had been pounded into their head by the coaches. Now, for Teddy Bridgewater, it was no big deal because that's, that's who Bridgewater was. Bridgewater's going to, again, take what the defense gives him. He's not going to make, make a lot of uh, uh, mistakes. He's not a guy that's going to push the limit. Uh, he's going he's gonna to dump off. He's going to take, he's gonna take uh, the open, open receiver, or he's going to eat the ball or maybe run. I mean, that's just who he is. That's the type of quarterback he is. Okay, he'll take what the defense gives him, and he won't turn it over. When you look at Taysom Hill, much like Jameis, not really comfortable, okay? Um, we, we, again, trying not to turn it over, 
I mean, that's, that, was the, that was the main thing with Taysom last year, holding the ball a little bit too long, okay? Maybe, again, trying to, find, trying to make the perfect play. Uh, worried about turning the ball over instead of just playing. So, again, I think they're, they're closer than maybe what Teddy Bridgewater was because Teddy Bridgewater is that type of, of player, and you see what he's doing with Denver. Jameis oh, is a work in progress, and I think everybody's got to realize that now. He's going from a gunslinger to a ball protector, okay? He's in a transition period as a quarterback. Again, I'll reiterate. You know the coaches are pounding in his head, make the smart play, live to play another down. And it shows. It shows in his apprehension at times. Okay, he's not comfortable yet. Look, there's no doubt. The Saints offense is far from a high-powered passing game right now. But, ladies and gentlemen, it's early. Okay? It is three games into the Jameis Winston era. It's early. Okay? Let's see how he performs when Michael Thomas gets back, if Traquan Smith can stay healthy. Uh, and then when the offensive line is at full strength, especially with McCoy making all the line calls and then Armstead protecting his blind side. Let's see how he's performing in, in, in the second and third quarters of the season before you want to make a snap judgment on, on who Jameis Winston is or is not. Right now, it's okay to win with, with defense, special teams, in the running game. There's nothing wrong with that, okay? All right, now, eventually you're going to have to prove you can throw the football consistently, but right now, it's not that big a deal. The problem is it's not what we're accustomed to, right? 15 years of Drew Brees. Uh, but in time, there's no doubt in my mind, because he is a professional quarterback, because he's done it on the pro level, because he was one of the most talented talented uh, quarterbacks coming out of Florida State, that in time he's going to get it. He's going to become more comfortable. Also, let's remember one another thing. The dude hasn't played football in a year. He sat for a year watching. So now he's got to get ready to get out there and get used to, again, guys flying around, uh, you know, taking hits, everything else. Remember, the training camps, you don't take hits anymore, okay? Uh, quarterbacks don't even get touched. So you've got to get used to that again. You've got to get used to that as a quarterback. So to me, as long as the Saints keep winning, who cares if there, if there is or isn't a, a passing game explosion? It's better than the alternative, right? A passing game implosion? I mean, that's not what we need. Uh, if, if, you're, if, you're, if you're a Saints fan, Winston is not true breeze. And I think everybody's got to realize that and realize that quickly. Can't compare the two, okay? Give Winston some time, okay? Give him time to be the best that Jameis can be in this offense. To me, winning is all that matters. Uh, anybody that's worried about stats, that's fantasy football stuff. Who cares, okay? I'll take minimal turnovers in the W's all day long. So what I'm saying is, be patient, okay? I know it's not the numbers that you're used to saying. I get frustrated watching him again, uh, uh, you know, not not being uh, uh, fluid within the offense, making quick decisions, getting the ball out quickly. But again, we got spoiled by Drew Brees. This is a work in progress with Jameis Winston, and your team is winning. So be happy about that. And I'm not saying they're winning in spite of him, but they're they're winning, again, without him having to be a guy uh, that has to make the plays. All he's got to do at this point is, is, again, just drive the ship and drive it carefully. And that's what he's doing. So I don't understand, again, all this freaking out about, oh, 150 yards passing. This is the worst, the worst offense the Saints have ever had in the, in, in, in the Sean Payton era. And it's a transition, lady, uh, transition year, ladies and gentlemen. That's what it is.
All right, we're going to take a break. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Um, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. If you've got an issue with your air conditioning system, maybe you're getting ready for the, for the, for the winter months uh, with the heater, you need, it, you need it cleaned and serviced, or maybe that generator, you used it over 100 hours, and you need it serviced by a professional. Maybe you're looking for a generator for your home or your business. Electrical work, they got you covered. Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business. acpromise.com, acpromise.com. If you want a little soul with your country, then you're with us. New Orleans country, from the classics to the songs that matter. Your country is on 1061 Nash Icon or anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by Panera. Panera believes in saying yes to the good things. Yes to mac and cheese. Yes to topping it with cheesy Parmesan crisps. And yes to putting it all on a sandwich. The new grilled mac and cheese sandwich. Get $1 delivery when you order on the app. Panera, live your yes. Restrictions apply. 10 eastbound, your delays are steady from Loyola to Power, and then delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the high rise. Also, look out for backups that are solid on 10 westbound from Elysian Fields to Canal, and then delays pick back up on 10 westbound from Clearview to Veterans. On the 610 on the westbound side, your backups are from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge, and on the eastbound side from, from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. If you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City Connection, your backups are steady from Lafayette Street to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit. If you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway, backups are steady from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. I'm Ed Robinson broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, Great Southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportspeed is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportspeed is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportspeed Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. 
Grace Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, Grace Stovall Plumbing is a full-service plumbing company that can handle all of your plumbing needs, including gas testing and permitting, as well as video inspections. We always have a master plumber in the field, and all employees are drug tested and background checked. Serving the South Shore and North Shore with service on Saturdays. That's Ray Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Welcome back. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Thanks so much for being there. Sean was in a Fox 8 Sports just minutes away. Celebrity Chef Scott Craig will join us in the second hour, about 5.10 this, e- this evening. Uh, don't forget, our, our program today is brought to you by the Katie's Family of Restaurants. Of course, Katie's uh, will be reopening on October the 11th. Uh, they're doing some renovations right now uh, on the uh, first floor. Down at the uh, restaurant has been closed because of roof damage uh, and severe damage uh, on, on the second floor of the restaurant. So they want to get the first floor working and, and get it up, up and running for you so you can get back to getting that great Katie's food. Um, Scott will tell us more about that, but uh, we're anticipating next Tuesday being the uh, grand reopening of, uh, of Katie's after Hurricane Ida. But Francesca by Katie's is open, 515 Harrison Avenue. Uh, the menu has those great family meals, daily specials, uh, great sides, award-winning pizzas. Man, if I can tell you what, if you haven't had a burger there from yet, yet got to grab one of those great burgers. And the muffaladas, outstanding. Uh, great pull boys for you as well. Uh, fam- got family recipes that come from uh, Scott's uh, uh, mother-in-law. A lot, a lot of great uh, Italian family recipes. And a St. Louis-style deli. So those of you that have ever been to St. Louis and know what a St. Louis-style deli is, or those who have never tried it, got to get over to Francesca and try it. Great sandwiches, sodas that come from St. Louis, wine, beer available as well. Uh, you can check out the entire menu at FrancescaDeli.com. They also have some uh, dishes from Katie's right now that they're, playing, that they're um, utilizing over there for you. 266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors. They can deliver for you as well. That's Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. And, uh, yeah, don't forget also about their sister restaurant, uh, Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Boy, they're open seven days a week for you, first of all. They got a Sunday brunch, which is fantastic. Great Louisiana seafood, uh, all your New Orleans favorites. Daily specials, also, again, soup, salads, contemporary Creole cuisine at its finest, and, of course, great southern dishes. It's Bienvenue on Hickory. Go to BienvenueHarahan.com for more information. That's 305-4792, 466-467-Hickory Avenue. It's uh, Bienvenue on Hickory, part of the Katie's family of restaurants. Sean Vazena, Fox 8 Sports, is our guest. Sean doing me a great favor this week. He's double dipping for me. He'll be joining us tomorrow on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. So make sure you check him out on TV. But right now we got him on radio. Sean, how are you, bud? Doing all right. Just leaving the Saints facility here. Uh, just had a chance to talk with uh, Jameis Winston and a few of Saints players, James Hurst, Pete Werner. So uh, they're back in New Orleans. We're back at the facility. Um, feels great. good. So great to be with you. Talk a little bit about Jameis, what with the conversation you guys had today. A lot. We talked a lot. Um, a lot of it was, hey, getting back to New Orleans and how excited he was and doing things he did when he got home. Uh, a lot of the conversation was uh, geared towards, obviously, with uh, this new formula is for success. And basically what you got from him is that he's fully embraced it. Um, he has no need right now to – to be a gunslinger or, uh, you know, kind of take the game over. He hasn't really had to do that yet. And uh, he's basically played within the you know, the confines of, of the offense and the game plan. And if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And that's kind of been the way it's been for the first, I guess, two out of the three games where they never trailed. Um, interesting, we brought up the uh, the touchdown pass to Marquez Callaway where 
Uh, after the game, he said he's throwing the ball away, a little bit of divine intervention. That is true. We also said today that he would have made that throw again because uh, when he went back and watched the film, the only player that could have got it was the was the receiver or would have went incomplete, and they would have kicked the field goal. I, again, you throw the flag in the mix, who knows what could have happened. But uh, one day of press conferences for us, um, a lot of conversation, and um, – here we are, back home in a regular, regular routine, uh, going with the Saints, feeling good about themselves, going against a team that's that's pretty banged up and uh, winless right now in the New York Giants. Sean, I talked about it in my open today, and, and I think you know a lot of people are freaking out about Jameis Winston, uh, the fact that again they're they're, they're they're you know throwing for under under 150 yards a game in most cases. Uh, we're not seeing shock and awe. We're not seeing again moving the ball down the field uh, through the air like we saw with Breeze. And you know I, I just mentioned to, to the audience just a few minutes ago that first of all, uh, where's the established NFL receivers that he has for the most part? Okay, I mean we don't we again he's got a lot of journeymen in there. Some of those guys either just got here or if they are they may transition to a, a, a receiver position and where they've never played before. Uh, the tight end position, with, with the exception of Juwan Johnson, uh, again, has been negligible in terms of, again, their production. Troutman has not been the guy we thought he was going to be up to this point. You, you lost your center, who, again, was making your line calls for you, and now you lose the, the, your tackle that's got your blind side. Um, again, and I saw a stat the other day that said he was getting about 3.1 seconds to throw the ball, which is one of the tops in the NFL, but was still being indecisive. But a lot of that has to do with, again, who he's throwing to and also his understanding of the offense. And I'm sure the, the coaches are pounding in his head, don't turn the ball over. And I think that's why we're seeing a, maybe a, a Jameis that is not the same type of guy that you saw at Tampa Bay uh, and, and maybe a little bit apprehensive at times. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I, mean, I think the last thing you said was probably the most important. It's been hammered in his head. Do not turn the ball over, especially when we're playing this good a defense, especially when – they're running the football the way they're running. Now, look, they, they ran the ball a lot against New England, and they had minor success in terms of yards per carry, but they were able to establish a line of scrimmage and sustain drives of running the football and the game and uh, making sound completions. Now, what you brought up about the receivers, I think that certainly has some merit. I don't, I don't know that right now the Saints definitely don't have a one. I'm not even sure that they have a two right now. Uh, and you, and you, you kind of gave some love to Juwan Johnson. I agree in week one, but I think he's been a little disappointed. I think he's kind of disappeared a little bit the last two weeks. Yeah. Um, and, mm-hmm. and obviously, Troutman has, has not been the weapon that we thought he'd be at least the first three weeks uh, in the passing game. And then you have to uh, have a little bit of he's not there yet in terms of complete comfort within the system on game day. It's just, it, you can tell. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you can feel yeah. the clock going off in his head. You can feel the clock expire. And when you go past yes. that limit, you kind of get the oh-no feeling. Um, but he's erred on the side of caution, and for the most part, it has worked. So what do you want? Do you want a guy that's going to err on the side of caution and not lose it? Or do you want a guy that's going to try to win it and throw three turnovers, throw three interceptions? I mean, let's be realistic. They're 2-1. and one. So uh, he's doing what he has to do in that regard. Um, it is weird to see the Saints ranked 31st in passing offense. Mm-hmm. But sure. You're two and one. Would you rather be number one and rank zero oh and three? Um, so, I, again, it, it, they've embraced this new identity. They've embraced this new formula. And even when Michael Thomas returns, I don't necessarily think it's going to be this new explosive offense. I think it's still going to be a run first offense, strong defense offense, maybe a a few more passing attempts. But um, I will say this, Eric: the key to it all. You got to play with a lead, and they've been fortunate in the two wins mm-hmm. to, to play with a lead. The, the one time they were not able to play with a lead, 
you so have so it all works together when you talk about the same yep. right now I agree. The lead is is huge because you're not having to throw yourself back into a game uh, through the passing game. Uh, you could still run the game. My concern more than Jameis Winston after after three games is the usage of Alvin Kamara because I worry about what's going to happen in the second half of the season if he's got to continue yeah. to, to, again, take the percentage of carries and catches within the offense. Yeah, and I, it really felt like last week it, it, it had been a lot. And it, it hit me because – you know, I saw how much Carolina used Christian McCaffrey, and I remember leaning over to Deuce after the game saying that McCaffrey's not going to last. If they, if they give him this much, if they, if they keep giving the ball this much running and catch, all the fighting ends up pulling a hamstring or whatever, a calf, whatever it was. Uh, so he's out for a couple of weeks. Um, that's something you have to really balance with the Saints because you need him to win. There's no doubt about that. You need him to win games offensively. He's the only offensive weapon right now that you would maybe – I mean, honestly, if you were another team, what, what offensive skill play would you take on the Saints right now other than Alvin Kamara? I mean, I that's think it. I mean, that's it. So you need him to win. That's a very delicate balance. I, I, I do think – it was it 24 carries, three catches? Mm-hmm. And I think there were a couple of other targets in the passing game. Yep. Um, you, that's high. Sean Payton, that, that'll, that'll work itself out from an average standpoint where it's probably going to be low 20s, high teens. That's the sweet spot for Kamara. Um, but right now, I mean, you have to have him on the field. You have to have him with the ball in his hands. Your best chance to win offensively. And, and I mean, again, they're 2-1. and one. Right. And I have no issue with utilizing Taysom Moore. Quarterback power, maybe, again, having a situation where he throws the ball downfield. I mean, again, bringing him in and mixing it up and, and you know, maybe taking a little bit less pressure off of uh, off of, uh, of Jameis and less usage off of Kamara. I'm fine with that. And you saw the way he, they, he was a closer in that game. And, you know, for the most part, it's been Alvin Kamara offensively and one other complimentary piece to go along with him. And, and I thought last week it was Taysom Hill. Um, you know, and everybody in the stadium knows what's coming when he gets the ball. I mean, it, it, it's a QB power unless there's his own rego. But most of the time, it's QB power around to the right, following Andrews, Pete's pulling block, uh, and, and a lot of a lot of big bodies on the field with an extra lineman and a couple of tight ends. And he's running, he's trying to find daylight. And if they get three yards, great. Sometimes he breaks one. Sometimes he hurls the guy. Um, sometimes he gets fortunate and they only have 10 guys on the field like he did in a touchdown, but uh, on the touchdown run. But it's a part of the the identity is to have a closer like that where you can do the extra blocker thing where you don't have to necessarily uh, sure you know the extra. Um, and again, credit to Sean Payton for embracing this and, and help you win through this new identity. And that's what they're doing. So I have no problem with that either. Yeah, I would agree. Let's get to the defense before we take a break. I want to get to LSU. Uh, defensively, look, Marshall Lattimore came back. C.J. Johnson, uh, Gardner Johnson comes back last week. Uh, obviously, you see Paulson and Debo staying at that corner position opposite uh, Lattimore, which says a lot about, again, what the, how they feel about this kid. When you go trade for a Bradley Roby, you bring in a true font, uh, and you still leave that kid out there. Um, uh, Passigno has, has been a has been a, a a real force for this team, uh, him coming back from injury, and, and we saw pretty much 
much a, a almost a, a full healthy complement of players on the, on the field for them, with the exception of Quan Alexander, obviously. And and that defense continues to get better each and every week. It's not just pass rushing; it's the second level. Again, with the pass rush, you got the ability now to go one on one on the on the back end, and you got some very good one on one corners. And now your safeties have the ability to roam. Uh, this this gumbo of a, of a defense has, has come together. And uh, look, I don't think it's it, it is hyperbole to say it's the strength of the team. And I think it's something that can sustain itself the whole season if they stay healthy. Yeah, I mean, that's everyone in the NFL. If you stay healthy, you can add that aspect to just about any team. Uh, but as they're playing right now with the injuries, they've been able to uh, set the tone. Uh, short of one half of football against Carolina, they've been utterly dominant. Um, and as the game got closer and closer last week, and I started watching more and more of the Patriots, I felt better and better about the matchup. Uh, with the Saints secondary and, and linebackers versus their backs and receivers. I just felt like there wasn't a single guy on the Patriots that I feared, uh, at least in terms of matching up with the Saints uh, back seven. And lo and behold, I, I think that, that, that came to fruition. That there was, just wasn't a lot of one-on-one. And I, and I think what you're starting to see with the Saints defense is it's going to take probably close to an elite quarterback and probably close to a top two or three wide receiver quarter to beat this team. Um, I don't think you're going to run the football on them. Uh, and, I, and if you're an average group of receivers, forget about it. It's not going to happen. I just think the Saints are going to basically just say, uh, beat us over the top, I dare you. And then, until now, there hasn't been a quarterback that can do it. And now, look, they caught Aaron Rodgers at the, same time, at the right time. I think we could all agree with that. Um, but Mac Jones wasn't going to do it, um, especially with those receivers. And this week, you know, Daniel Jones is playing better, um, but they've got some guys banged up. And I, I, I still, until somebody actively beats the Saints, defense, uh, I'm going to give the nod to them going into a game. Special teams has been awesome as far as, again, the coverage. Uh, we, we know, again, the, the type of weapons they have in the return game. The big question is this week, is Will Lutz coming back? What, what do you think? Uh, I don't. I don't. He wasn't back today. Will Clapp came off of IR. Uh, Lutz did not, although he's eligible. Um, so we'll see. Uh, he had that, you know, that, that, that injury that uh, he's obviously trying to uh, to get back, I don't. I don't think you want to rush that. I mean, because you don't want to kick yourself into another injury. Uh, and then the sure. I play the musical chairs game and kicker. Rosa struggled last week. We know that probably would have been a much, uh, a much more dominant game in terms of the final score had he made those two kicks. Didn't happen. Although I was able to catch Sean Payton's press, uh, not press conference, but his coach's show mm-hmm. Monday, and he, he it sounds like they're sticking with him until Lutz is back. So right, that's interesting. Um, but. Um, you're going to, with this style of play, you know, back to the Mora years, if you will. Yes, one of the reasons why that worked was because they had more Anderson to, to kick right. field goals. So you can't be missing field goals. It's a big part of any of any team, but especially a team built like this right now. So mm-hmm. uh, they got to get that cleaned up. But otherwise, special teams have been great, and they were even great against Carolina. Off the wall question for you, somewhat. Uh, if this, if the injury to McCoy would have happened, and um, Will Clapp would have been available. He would have moved in at center, and and, and uh, Ruiz would have stayed at guard. Can we will we see that this week? Will we see Will Clapp move into the center position? Ruiz move back to guard. That's the number one thing I'm going to watch, Eric, and uh, warm up because I happen to believe that switch could be coming because I think Ruiz didn't show up as much as the Carolina game, but back to back games he hasn't played that well, um, and he was playing getting much better at the guard position uh, next to McCoy. But ever since that switch, I just ah, he's just a little thrown off right now, and he hasn't uh, played great. So I could see that switch happening. It's the number one Sunday at the game because 
I yep. think that's a very realistic thing because Will Clapp was taking second-team center reps all camp. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes it's better to have a, a reserve center and keep, keep four of the five in the same spot as opposed to switching, bringing another guy up. And um, we see sometimes the result of that, although I think Throckmorton's played pretty well. Um, yes. I could definitely see that happening with Will Clapp at center, but I, I don't know that for sure yet. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check that out Sunday morning. Yeah, first thing I thought, though, as soon as he, you said he came off of IR was the possible shifting there, trying to get back to a sense of normalcy. Sean, got to take a quick break. When I come back, I want to talk about uh, your alma mater, the LSU Tigers. You're listening to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by the Katie's Family's Restaurants. Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City, which will open up next Tuesday, October the 11th, tentatively now. Uh, also, again, Francesca by Katie's and Bienvenue on Hickory. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Oppenheim. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972, Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE-certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory & Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans best burgers, poor boys muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at FrancescaDeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. As life gets back to normal here, Diamonds Direct is doing our part with a special offer that's guaranteed to make celebrating those important moments easier and more affordable than ever. You can make any purchase at Diamonds Direct now and spread your payments over five years with zero interest. And everything's included. Rings, earrings, pendants, bracelets, bands. Plus, every sale at Diamonds Direct will benefit Cajun Navy Ground Force and Second Harvest. Buy now, spread your payments over five years, and give back at Diamonds Direct on Severn Avenue across from Lakeside Mall. 
Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Today's program brought to you by the Katie's Family Restaurant, Katie's Restaurant Mid-City, Francesca by Katie's, and Bienvenue on Hickory. Sean Mazan doing a little double duty with us this week. He'll be on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports tomorrow, 1, 8, 1 p.m. Uh, tip-off for us on TV. And, of course, with us right now here on the radio. His alma mater is LSU. He covers it like nobody else. Sean, let's talk a bit about LSU's win, 28-25, over the Mississippi State Bulldogs. Your thoughts? Good win. Um you know, it's, it's never easy to go to Starkville and play at 11 o'clock in the morning. They were able to do that. Um, I love the defensive game plan. They were determined to not let the big plays beat them. Um, overall, I thought Max Johnson is showing some growth in this game. You start, you see what's happened with that RPO. My goodness, if he, if he stays in rhythm with that RPO, mm-hmm. um, he can be a, a lethal quarterback because you're going to get those moments where you catch a guy trying to rob down from a safety position, you thread that needle, and boom. It pops wide open. All of a sudden, you got Tilson Booty running free, seventy yards down the field. So, I, I love it. I, but in saying that, it's no secret what, what, what's going to hold this team back if they don't figure it out. And that's the run game, right? You just you're, you're not going to win if anything of any significance. Uh, be the team you want to be if you can't run the football. And right now, they're, they're struggling to run the football. And um, hopefully, that changes at some point. But it was a good win for LSU. You should never apologize for going on the road in the SEC and getting mm-hmm. a win, um, especially against a team that kind of threw your whole season out of whack from the jump. You know, if, if they win that game last year, week one, maybe maybe things just seem to fall into place a little differently. Yes. But it was such a it was such a blow right out the gate, and it really just felt like they never recovered. So mm-hmm. um, I, I did like the adjustment from uh, the defensive coordinator as well. I love mm-hmm. the play of the secondary and Cardell Flott. So here we are. Uh, maybe starting to find their footing a little bit and playing against an Auburn team that I think they match up pretty well against. Yeah, I do too. T.J. Finley probably going to be starting for Auburn. And look, to me, it's like it's it's a week to week thing with this team now. You got to be able to prove to the fan base each and every week that you're getting better as a team. And again, we well, again they dropped the ball on on UCLA. Something again, they they a team I, I felt like if you're prepared for and uh, and they didn't look like they were prepared that you should win, uh, especially an opening game like that against a Pac-12 op- opponent. Uh, they beat two game two two teams in their preseason. Now they open up the uh, uh, the SEC uh, season and they. they beat Mississippi State. This is going to be a tough one against Auburn. Okay, now if they can get over Auburn, then we'll take a look at it when they get to Kentucky. But I think it's a prove-it-to-me thing every week with this team based on what we saw last year and the beginning of this season. Yeah, and with Auburn, you got to win the line of scrimmage. you got to figure that out. Um, yep. And I, look, I, I think T.J. Finley's going to start, and, and you know T.J. Finley inside and out. I think he's best when he's got a run game. And Auburn loves to run the football. Um, so, you're LSU, you know, you got to stop first. You got to stop that run game first, and I do think they've been they've gotten a little bit better now, especially since week one where they were. I mean that UCLA scheme was interesting. I've never seen that many receivers and tight ends pulling on a play uh, when they're running power runs. So um, they're in a much better spot. The defensive line's playing a little bit better, um, and I, I like the matchup against uh, with their, with LSU's receivers against their secondary. So um, it is, but it is it's an SEC contest. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's at home. It's a later kick. You went, man, you went from way early to way late. Uh, but nonetheless, yeah. got to play when it's scheduled. So I, I, I'm interested in this matchup, but I do, I feel good about LSU against Auburn. Um, 
your dad in one of our group texts this week, uh, Mike Vazan said, uh, Tulane being Tulane, and, and I couldn't disagree with him. When your coach comes out and says that, again, you're walking out there and, and you're not ready to play, you feel like you can roll the ball out there and you're going to win, uh, that's an issue, especially for a Tulane team. Very disappointing about the way they played the last two weeks. Look, I understand Ole Miss, uh, that's a better team. How they came out flat against UAB, unacceptable. Under no circumstances should Tulane ever be in a situation where they're overconfident. That, 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 no. <laughs> no. It should, it, under no circumstances should that happen. So uh, the coach saying that was very telling. It, it goes to show you that they got real happy about that nice loss to Oklahoma. Um, weren't quite humbled enough uh, against Ole Miss. Well, they got humbled this past week. And it's a shame because, uh, you know, you really felt like this team could break through and you know, kind of break through that six-win barrier that they've been living in over the last couple of years with Willie French. Um, I guess there's still a possibility, and there's certainly always a possibility where they can play uh, their best game and perhaps beat teams, uh, a couple of teams they're not supposed to. But um, it was a disappointing effort. And, you know, they started off so well, and now as they get into October here, all mm-hmm. of a sudden it just it seems to be uh, just a little bit of bad vibes around Tulane. So hopefully they can galvanize a little bit because if, if you are – overconfident in Tulane sitting at the record you were sitting at, that's just that's completely uncalled for. And, you know, good for Fritz for calling it out, but he's got to get that team ready to go. I agree. Got about two and a half minutes left. Your thoughts on uh, Zion's press conference the other day and, of course, the fact that he's injured now uh, going into training camp. Always something. Always something. How many injuries is that now for him, Eric? I mean, it's I at least one a year. It. <laughs> Maybe how more. Many, how, many, how many injuries is that? Um, always, <laughs> always. You got always, knee, you got always. hamstring. Now you got the now you got the foot. Yeah, the finger. You have the, now you got the yep, foot. the finger. I mean, that's right. I forgot about well, that he's one. Ready to go, and hopefully when he's ready to go and he needs to play. But you know, there, there's been issues with getting back in basketball shape. There's been issues yep. with uh, you know, uh, you know, different you know body size and you know body control that sort of thing. So um, my thing is, man, like always something. And look, if he's been recovering from an injury that means he hasn't been necessarily had, had, had as much time to work on his game which, no doubt I mean, look he's great at getting to the hole but he, there are aspects of his game he's got to get better at and if he has not right. been able to work on that that's an issue and you need him to have yep. any success this year and to me that was disappointing um but if he's back uh for game one and he scores 30 then we'll all hear our words and say it was nothing but until that time i think it is a legitimate concern because it's another thing involving a Pelicans team, and a star player. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. And, again, the beat goes on when it comes to Pelicans, no doubt. Sean, what you guys got coming up over at Fox 8, your award-winning blog, and how folks can follow you on social media. Yeah, Sean was at Fox 8 on Twitter. Um, tonight we'll have game plan at 10.35, and then Friday we'll have Fox 8 football Friday, uh, prep action. And then Sunday, back in the dome, Fox 8 live tailgate at 10 a.m., and then the final play at 10.30, wrapping it all up. Beautiful. Thanks, Sean. Appreciate the time. See you tomorrow, my friend. All right, bud. Thanks. Sean Vazan of Fox 8 Sports. Don't forget again about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. If you're in the market for a generator, Burkhardt's got you covered. They'll sit down with you, do a consultation, find out what you're looking for a generator to power up your home or your business when the electricity goes out. And, of course, uh, once you guys come to an agreement, do a single-day install. Put you on the calendar for a single-day install. Also, Burkhart, when it comes to um, generators, they have financing available for you. You can pay that over time. That new install quality check is all about customer service. That's what Burkhart does for all their customers when they install uh, something. And also, 24-7, 360. 
365 emergency service when it comes to your generator. Remember, if that generator has been utilized over 100 hours, it needs to be serviced. Call Burkhart. Allow them to come out there and service that for you. Also, again, a warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need. So they got you covered when it comes to generator sales and service. Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit, you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opelie. Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans Best Burgers, Poor Boys Muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at FrancescaDeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. As life gets back to normal here, Diamonds Direct is doing our part with a special offer that's guaranteed to make celebrating those important moments easier and more affordable than ever. You can make any purchase at Diamonds Direct now and spread your payments over five years with zero interest. And everything's included. Rings, earrings, pendants, bracelets, bands. Plus, every sale at Diamonds Direct will benefit Cajun Navy Ground Force and Second Harvest. Buy now, spread your payments over five years, and give back at Diamonds Direct on Severn Avenue across from Lakeside Mall. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock, taking you home each and every weekday, 4 to 6, right here on 106.1 FM. Um, today is the uh, one-month anniversary of, uh, of Ida. And, uh, man, so many people. I was driving around today, and just so many people that are still just trying to be able to dig their way out. Uh, and that's not even talking about, again, those in the Bayou region that, are, that were absolutely crushed. Uh, here's hoping that, again, uh, over the next month, you'll be able to have an opportunity to be able to recover, get back to a sense of normalcy. Uh, but, man, it's just the, the, between the blue roofs, the trees, the debris everywhere. Uh, I mean, it's just, um, you know, it's like a bomb drop, like, like a bomb went off uh, in, in, in our community. So let's, um, 
praying and hoping that, again, all of us are able to be able to get back, and especially, again, businesses that, are, that have been really struggling. I mean, the, the, the business in Orleans Parish right now are struggling so much. Again, you got the, uh, you, know, you know, the situation with, again, the COVID identification stuff that's going on. I was talking to my cousin over two Tonys the other day. You know, he's, you know uh, again, he's, he's really struggling right now because, you know, he, you know he's – uh, got regular customers that are not even coming in the door because of again this this uh, COVID identification situation on top of everything that went on with with again losing time with Ida, and that's across the board with everybody that uh, pretty much has a business now, especially in Orleans Parish where again uh, the rules are uneven with the rest of the other 63 parishes in the in the uh, state. Hopefully that'll change soon. Today's program brought to you by the Katie's Family of Restaurants, Katie's Restaurant in Mid City, Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue and Bienvenue on Hickory. Thanks to Sean Vazan for joining us on the program. Coming up next, celebrity chef Scott Craig. We'll talk about hospitality. We'll talk LSU, Tulane Pelicans, uh, and Saints. All that coming up here on Inside New Orleans. Stick around. Katie Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Ottawa.
Hour number two of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, taking you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6, right here on 106.1 FM, Nash Icon. Also, the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app. Those mobile apps allow you to take the show with you anywhere. Uh, Nash FM 106.1, ericasher.com, uh, both um, on the World Wide Web. You can listen there. Of course, our podcast available on the Anchor uh, podcasting app. But uh, at this point, we are on all major podcasting platforms. And thank you so much to those of us, those of you that listen to uh, uh, this program on the uh, on the airwaves at 106.1 FM. And thank you also for those that take the time to be able to check out the podcast. Really happy about both. I mean, uh, the ratings are up here on the, on the show in the afternoon. And also, again, the uh, podcast is doing great. So thank you so much, and thank you for supporting the great sponsors sponsor our program. To find out more about these fantastic sponsors, some of those sponsors have been with us since day one, almost 20 years. We're approaching our 20th year anniversary in radio next month, and uh, some of those sponsors have been with us since day one. Go to ericasher.com, check out the slideshow, uh, click on the icon of your favorite sponsor. It'll take you right to their website tell you everything you need to know about those uh, sponsors. Thanks so much for supporting the sponsor sponsor this program. Uh, the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week, Sean Vazena, Fox 8 Sports, will join us. Again, that's Thursday, tomorrow, live broadcast, 1 p.m. Uh, we're also live streaming on the WLE-TV YouTube page, so check us out on LAE at 1 p.m. Uh, 6 p.m. on LAE, that's our first rebroadcast on Thursday night. 10 o'clock on the Deuce, WLE-TV 2. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LAE. 2 a.m. on the Deuce every Saturday morning, and then 5 p.m. Saturday afternoon on Pelican Sports Television. Always at ericasher.com, always on the WLETV YouTube page, and always on our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook. Phone number to get involved in the program this hour is 504-260-1061. So that's uh, 504-260-1061 to get involved in the show. And, of course, Celebrity Chef Scott Craig just a moment away as we uh, uh, this show is brought to you by uh, the Katie's Family of Restaurants. Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City, Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue and Bienvenue on Hickory. Now let's head to the guest line. Scott Craig used to be known as Dr. Doom. He's all, um, he's all uh, uh, glee and happiness now. Well, maybe not really, but uh, he joins us anyway here on the program, fresh from a weekend in St. Louis at a vineyard up in the mountains. Man, I wish I was you. You know what, brother? Everybody should be a Cardinal fan right now. That's all I got to say. Go <laughs> I knew that was coming. Why did I know that was me first off the box? Seventeen straight. We're going for an NL record. <laughs> it does take your mind off of, again, everything else that's going on in your life right now, doesn't it? I mean, the fact that you can break away for a few hours and watch your favorite team continue to roll uh, uh, through, through, uh, through uh, the National League. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun watching the Redbirds and, you know, uh, 
Um, I don't think anybody wants to play him right now. They're playing good baseball. And well, you know, you, Ed Daniels, Kenny Trahan, all all St. Louis Cardinal fans. Yeah, I, we we have a text chain. You know, me, Ed, Kenny, you know, and a bunch of people from St. Louis. We have our, a mm-hmm. text chain, and it's constant, man. And you know, Ken is just an encyclopedia of sports. Oh, he is. And St. Louis Cardinal baseball. There's nothing he doesn't know about the St. Louis Cardinals. And I mean, it it even impresses me. You know, I mean, they're like you, Scotty. They've been, I mean, you're talking about lifelong, they've been lifelong yeah. fans of the St. Louis Cardinals. And a lot of that happened because of KMOX, right? I mean, again, when I was coming up, that was one of the, one of the superstation uh, that, again, you could catch here in New Orleans. So, you know, you could catch their games. Uh, and, and a lot of people listed, got, were, became Cardinal fans because of that. I did, you know, and they used to come on the uh, NBC Baseball Game of the Week, MLB mm-hmm. Game of the Week on Saturday. Yep. And the Cardinals would be on a lot. The Phillies would be on a lot, stuff like that. And then I started listening to the Cardinals on KMOX uh-huh. because I was such a big fan. I mean, I've, I've always – that's why I married Stephanie, man. She was from St. Louis. <laughs> Just because Cardinals. because she was a Cardinal fan or because she was from St. Louis? Or both? Because she was like, – both. <laughs> we're, we're, we're going on our 10th anniversary trip tomorrow, brother. Oh, that's awesome, dude. Ten years, man. I mean, we've been together for – 17 i think so right you better you better get that right before uh, before you go to the on your trip you might want to check that calendar out i will brother i will you doing all right <laughs> i'm doing great doing fantastic man really am uh i, I do want to before we get started uh, in this first segment i do want to ask you about the restaurants uh, specifically katie's i saw the the, the post on, on social media uh, on, on the downstairs getting renovated by, by again uh, yeah. i guess your your workmen and also uh, again your uh, uh your employees as well uh the estimated opening time last week you told us was october the 11th that's next tuesday right so are, are we still on um we're still no, on target for that date it would be two mondays from now okay two mondays from now so what's today the 29th 29th, yes. So, one month one month of, of Ida. Yeah, like, <laughs> one month since like Ida. And, and that might be a little bit that might be a little bit generous because we're having to do a lot more than we thought we were gonna have to do. Um mm-hmm. but it's getting done and I'm telling you the the end result is going to be beautiful. We're adding we're adding a couple of things, we're changing some fixtures, and it's gonna look different. We're gonna add some things to the menu. The menu's gonna be um a little bit funkier. We're just getting a little more creative. I, I, okay. I felt like for a long time, although the customers absolutely loved it, I just felt like during COVID we got a little bit stagnant. You know, different things were hard to find, and we just mm-hmm. weren't being creative creative enough. And we're, we're going to have a nice creative venue, and, and I'm looking forward to reopening. Um, you know, this is a good time to renovate. It's just not a good time in Orleans Parish for the hospitality industry. It's not. And and explain why, Scott, because I I talked to my cousin Anthony uh, the other day, and, and again, he was uh, the same conversations you and I have on and off the air, him and I had. It is just tough right now. People are not showing up at New Orleans restaurants uh, because of the COVID-19 identification situation. They would rather go across the 17th Street Canal, and it's putting undue pressure on restaurants that are already dealing with the pandemic, and now Ida, and now this situation. Yeah, you know, I don't understand it. It's, um, you know, I don't understand it. It just doesn't make any sense, but 
you know, that's one good thing about being down right now. I don't have to deal with it. And, um, you know, once again, Kevin Sheehan at State Farm, he's been amazing. And, you know, it's it's having great insurance like you do with Dave Miet, um, it makes a tragedy like this or, a, you know, it makes it easier, you know, and, and I have to give them credit. So, um, you know, I mean, we're just, we're able to do some things that we needed to do with the roof being, mm-hmm. we're getting a whole new roof. Um, we're getting a lot of new things, a new sign. I mean, there's just a lot of cool things that I've been wanting to do anyway. And, um, you know, we're excited about it. We really are. Yep. And, and as much as I hate being closed, um, I don't think we'd be that busy anyway. And yeah. it's disappointing, but I worry about when we reopen. I worry about how long it's going to take for people to actually come back even after the vaccine mandate is lifted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder how long it's going to take people to come back. And it, it's a concern. It really is. It has to be. You know? People are creatures of habit. And when, and when they change their habits and a lot of time, time it's hard to get back when it's, a, when yep. it's a, somebody that sits there, you know, once a week or once a month or whatever, and they, they find other places, it's tough. And, and it's scary for a restaurateur, especially because, again, look, you and I both know the profits are not that large in the restaurant business. And mm-hmm. uh, restaurant, uh, uh, restaurant goers, in some cases, are very, very fickle as well. Yeah, um, I'm very concerned about that because, uh, you know, people are creatures of habit. And, and, I mean, you know, the truth is that when the vaccine mandate went down, it, it devastated us. It devastated the whole industry. So. I don't understand why other people don't see that, but it is what it is, man. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we're just, we're down at a, at a good time, I think. So, but Francesca's doing really well. That's where I was going next. How are you guys doing over there and and, and what you got going? We, we do really, we're doing really well. We're doing really creative specials. I mean, Knuckles is doing a great job with that. I've been doing a lot of catering. This is our third concert in a week at the Sanger. We've been doing the backstage there. Um, I've got a wedding coming up um, weekend after next. Um, the, the Lakeview is definitely supporting the deli, and and I think they really love it. And, and I've got a lot of my people from Katie's working there, you know, and just so they can make some money. And um, sure, we're doing well, man. I mean, it's gotten busier, and and um, I think this will be a good thing for the deli, you know. And Bienvenue is doing really, really well. Um, Jimmy Capella is doing a phenomenal job running, running the deli. I mean, uh, the Envenue and, uh, mm-hmm. it's just, you know, I'm blessed, man. I'm blessed at a time where it could be really difficult. You know, and I'm looking forward to my little trip. My, I'm going for a week to Cabo with Stephanie tomorrow. And there you go. I'm very, very excited about that for our 10th anniversary. And, uh, you know, it's, it's Beautiful. definitely a love affair that has continued on. So. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. As long as you can yeah. hold on to that, that's a good thing. Scotty, yeah. won't you hold on for a moment, and I'm going to take a quick break. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, congratulations to you and Stephanie on your anniversary. Uh, you're listening to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by the Katie's Family of Restaurants, Katie's Restaurant in City, Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue, and Bienvenue on Hickory. Uh, Katie's expected to open within the next couple of weeks, but both uh, Francesca and Bienvenue are open. Uh, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Celebrity Chef Scott Craig, our guest, will be right back. 
Inside New Orleans. If it's New Orleans sports, culture, food. Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher is talking about it. Weekdays at 4 on 1061 Nash Icon and available online anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by Macy's. Create your trademark style at Macy's VIP sale with big savings on the latest fall arrivals and great deals on your go-to beauty picks, fragrances, and more. Plus, Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Delays remain solid on 10 eastbound from the 310 to Power Boulevard, and delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the high rise. 10 westbound, your delays are solid from Elysian Fields to Canal, and delays pick back up 10 westbound from Causeway to Veterans. On the 610 on the westbound side, your delays are from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge, and on the eastbound side, from just before St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. If you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City Connection, your delays are steady from Lafayette Street to the O'Keefe or Howard Avenue exit. And be mindful of delays on the Pontchartrain Expressway on the westbound side from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. I'm Ed Robinson broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. Hi folks, trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans best burgers, poor boys muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at francescadeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Vicks NyQuil Severe tackles your worst cold and flu symptoms, changing this <coughs> into this. 
NyQuil Severe. The nighttime sniffling, sneezing, coughing, sore throat, stuffy head, aching, fever, best sleep with a cold, medicine. Use as directed. Hey folks, Eric Asher here with a message from my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Nothing is more important to Burkhardt than your family's comfort and safety. Many of us are having a tough time after uh, Hurricane Ida, and we want you to know that, again, at Burkhardt, we're here for you. Uh, whether it's electric repairs, a generator, air conditioning, if you need emergency service, you can count on Burkhardt. We're ready to help now, just like always. We've got a long way to go recovering from Hurricane Ida, but we'll get through it together. If you need help, trust Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. Visit us at acpromise.com. Celebrity Chef Scott Craig is our guest. Uh, again, today's program brought to you by the Katie's Family of Restaurants. Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City opening in about two weeks. Uh, Bienvenue on Hickory and Francesca by Katie's. Uh, both open for you and ready for you to come on in and grab a great meal. Scotty, let's talk. start with the New Orleans Saints. They're now 2-1 and one, uh, with a win over the Patriots on, on Sunday, 28-13. Uh, your thoughts on the game? What I've been preaching all along, Eric, coaching, coaching, you know, um, it's the best coaching staff in the NFL. Um, they have reeled in Jameis Winston a little bit too much. I think Jameis is afraid. He's afraid to throw the ball and he's missing some open receivers. Not that often because the receiving core is quite honestly horrible, but I mean, he is missing open receivers. I just think he's afraid to take that chance to take that pop. And uh, I think they need to use to learn. They need to learn to use Alvin Kamara a little bit better. Um, they need to use him more in the passing game. Quite honestly, I mean, they're they're running him a lot. I think that. Um, I think that they miss Latavius Murray on offense. I agree with um, that. And. The tight end position has been uh, less than stellar. And, you know, but, but then you go to the defense. And who'd have thought we had who'd – who'd think we have the best cornerback? We get the best four cornerbacks in the league right now. I mean, they're playing incredibly <laughs> well. I, Scotty, you never would have thought that. I mean, what do we talk about all offseason long? I mean, at one point, people people were jonesing for Richard Sherman, who signed right. with the Tampa Bay Bucks today. Okay, right. um, I got to give I got to give them a lot of credit. I got to give them a lot of credit. Yeah, Debo has come fair. in, and he's a starter. And then getting a guy like Roby, uh, who again can't even break the starting lineup at this point. Again, who you know is a starting corner in the in the NFL. And then yeah. and then Trufant, who I didn't think had much left in the tank, but in the short window that that, well, that we've seen him here in New Orleans. He can play as that third or fourth corner and, and, and play well for you. So I'm with you. Yeah. They got some great depth at the cornerback position and also at the safety position as well. Jenkins? Jenkins has been unreal. Malcolm Jenkins. Marcus Williams has been unreal. Um, um, Gardner Johnson's been unreal. I mean, that defense is playing ball. And it doesn't seem to matter who they put on the defensive line. I mean, that's coaching, man. They are getting coached up, and these guys want to play, and they want to win, and they're doing it with minimal offense. The offense has got to get better. I think they need to start taking more shots. You know, I guess, but, you know, if the receivers aren't open because, you know, Marcus Callaway hadn't turned out to be what we thought he was going to be, and they have no tight ends. I mean, where's Troutman? He needs to have a breakout game in a big way. Um, I don't think they're going to have any problems with the New York Giants, but. Who knows? I mean, they're going to be so fired up. This is almost like the Falcons game coming right. back to the dome, you know. And um, I think 
the excitement's going to be there. I'm really excited for this team. I'm excited for the coaching staff because I know how hard they work. Dennis Allen, you know, Ryan Nielsen, I know these guys, and, and I know how hard they work and how much they care. And they are doing a great job, and that's why the Saints are 2-1. and one. You know, I mean, the reason they're not 3-0 and oh is because the coaches weren't there in the second week. That's a great point. You know? And that's another, I think that, that definitely lent to it. There's no doubt about it. The lack of coaches lent to it. They were not ready. They didn't adjust on the fly. A lot of it has to do with coaching. Yeah, no question about it. I mean, Peyton can't do everything. You know, so, you know, I, this, this team is, is uh, playing well, and they're winning old school. And, and it's fun to watch. I mean, it's a little boring to watch, but it's fun to watch the defense play, you know. Uh, well, you Cameron you win Jordan. championships with defense. That's that's just you know yeah. that, that's not just a, you know a, a phrase that's thrown out there. I mean, you, I mean again, if you have a strong defense, uh, you got to you got to, and that's in any that's in anything. That's from baseball to basketball uh, to football. Uh, if you can play good defense, you got to you got a puncher's chance of getting into a championship and winning it. And this is how you build. Look, I think the offense is going to get better. Like I said in my monologue today, over time. You know, it's been three games. Jameis Winston didn't play last year. He's trying to get acclimated to the offense. You, you, you said it right. They're putting pressure on him not to turn the ball over, so he's apprehensive. Uh, you're, you're down again. You're starting center, and, and, and the guy that covers your blind side on, at the tackle position. So, and, and receivers that are, that are, again, just ordinary. And, and look, when Thomas gets back, uh, what you've been able to see out of Deontay Harris is encouraging. Uh, you know, men maybe, again, Callaway with not having so much pressure on him. Maybe he emerges a bit. I like Kenny Stills in addition there. So, again, maybe you got another piece that can go deep for you as well. Um, and, and I think st- things will start to gam- come together in the second and third phase of, 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 the, uh, of the season. That second and third quarters, I think, are going to be big for this offense, especially if they can stay healthy. If not, well, then maybe you got a little bit of an issue moving into the fourth quarter. But I think people have to be patient right now. I mean, still, still's already made a big play. I mean, on a throw that probably shouldn't have been thrown, but uh, and I thought it was great the way Peyton got in his ear when Jameis came off the field. Peyton got in his ear about that throw, man, because that that was a fifty-fifty ball, and uh, but it was great. Yeah, he shouldn't have thrown the ball. I mean, I heard him say today. I mean, you know, Sean said that he's talked about it today, and I know that he mentioned it was a you know a gift from God or whatever, but. You don't throw that ball. That's the kind of things that got him in trouble over at Tampa. But I mentioned in the monologue today, you know what he hasn't done? He hasn't fumbled. I mean, he was a guy that you could count on fumbling once a game at least, okay? Uh, he, was, he was a fumbler at, at, in Tampa. But he hasn't really yeah. fumbled the ball. No, not at all. You know, I think he's a better player being with this organization for a year and now starting. I agree. I he's a better player. And I love the way they had faith to put Taysom Hill in on that third and goal, mm-hmm. you know, to score that touchdown. And I mean, it was that was great. I mean, and that final drive, man, that was what was that an eight minute drive that iced the game? That was incredible. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, Mac. Jones, that, that's what great teams do. I mean, they take the ball, they take the air out of the ball, yeah. and and, I, and they I mean, impose their will physically on you uh, down the stretch, and that's what this team did. And Jameis had to run for some first downs on that drive. And, I mean, I think if you had Latavius Murray, it might have been even easier. But, um, right. you know, I, I mean, it's been impressive. It really has. So far, it's been mm-hmm. impressive. You know, and it's, um, you know, they, they should they should be 3-1 and one after this week. I mean, there's, there's no way they should lose this game with the, with the energy and adrenaline going into this one, man. So, 
there's no way they should lose that game. But you know, Giants. They they've lost a lot of close games. The Giants. So, but man, mm-hmm. they lost to the Falcons. Who loses to the Falcons? They're terrible. Hopefully not the Saints. <laughs> no, I don't see that. I don't see yeah. that. Well, I didn't see him losing to Carolina either. You know, it's something Uh about a division game, though. You know, again, the division opponents get up for you, especially now. They see a little chink in the armor without having Drew Brees on on, on the field. And, and again, Jameis trying to feel his way. But to your point, that 13-play, 75-yard drive, taking 645 off the clock was a masterpiece and something Mm -hmm. this team can build on. Yeah. That reminded me of the old Saints. You know, when they had to have it, they did it with Mark Ingram, you know. Right. They are missing a big back, though. They, they really are. And, I, and to your point about Latavius Murray, uh, they, are missing, they are missing him or a Mark Ingram type. Tony Jones is not no. that guy. Uh, Washington no. is not that guy, which means you're going to have to probably rely on Taysom as your power runner. And then the question is, are they only going to use him in a QB power lineup or are they going to uh, possibly put him in the backfield at times? We'll see how it kind of plays out. But I, I don't have a problem with utilizing him more along with Jameis on the field. No, me either. Me either, but um, I mean, I, I'd like to see Jones run the ball more, but he's not, you know. And it's, I think that's all falling on Kamara now, and, and that's not good. Kamara gets hurt. What's going to happen? Yep. You know. No, that's that. That's your playmaker. That I think he had eighty-four percent usage this week. And it's just too high. I mean, carrying the ball 24 times and the physically, I mean, physical runs. People don't think of Kamara as a physical back, but he ran a lot of those runs inside this week. And that will take its toll over, again, a 17-game season. Yeah, that's not good, man. You know, they can't last doing that. No but way. you can you can you can again have uh, incorporate the short passing game as an extension of the running game, especially when Michael Thomas comes back. And right. I think he's going to open up the field for a lot of these again no name receivers out there uh, that maybe the passing game is helping. And maybe by that time you got a more of a comfort level uh, with Jameis because he's just not comfortable right now. Uh, no. Even though again uh, the stats will say that he's got more time to throw than any other quarterback in the NFL right now. It's like three point one seconds, isn't it? I mean, yep, yes, it is. Yeah, I mean, they, they, he should be able to do something with that, Eric. No you know, doubt. And I think he's just afraid to push the ball downfield. You know, he doesn't want to make a mistake. And we saw the same thing with Teddy Bridgewater. But as I mentioned, that was his mo. So it really, there was didn't get away from what Teddy did well because he did that through his career. We saw the same thing out of Taysom last year. Again, you know, you know, afraid to be able again maybe take the chance. Uh, and, and that hurt him as well, even though, again, look, he only lost one game as a starter, and then we're seeing it right now with, with Jameis. Uh, I say give but him some time. The difference is with Teddy and with the last two years, I mean, we had a big back behind Kamara. True. We don't have that now. I, I thought letting Latavius Murray go was not good. I think that that's well, going to hurt. they had no choice because of the salary cap. And, look, Murray ends up in Baltimore. We'll see how, how that works out for him. But you're right. They, they don't have another big back on, on the roster. And maybe that's something they should be searching for uh, because it, it will take some pressure off, off of Jones and Kamara. Now, I saw Alex Almar carry the ball that one time. He seems like he's a pretty physical back. The question yeah. is, again, uh, is, at the fullback position, how physical of a back can he be uh, if you want to take the air out the ball down the stretch? Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, at the receiver position, I mean, Traquan Smith coming back. I mean, how long is he going to be on the field? They got to get rid of him. And that's um, his last year under contract, so we'll see. Yeah, he's done. I mean, it just didn't work out. He's always hurt, you know. And, and 
you know, we get Michael Thomas back. I mean, what's that? It's still two, three weeks away. At least. At least, yeah. So. After the bye week. So, I mean, again, you got a few, got a I mean, few, uh, they need got to a pick few up weeks a left. big running back for sure. And, you know, I think they'll be okay. I mean, the injuries, it's, you know, here goes Armstead's hurt again. You know, it, it's just, it's too much. You know, yeah, and, but Hurst has come it. in and played well. I mean, it's not like it's – I mean, again, there's a drop-off. I'm not going to say there's not. I mean, uh, you know, Armstead is one of the best left tackles in, in football. But Hurst is a guy that, that again, came right. in, can play guard, or, or, or he can play on the outside. And they didn't miss a beat with him last, last week. Now, they did go heavy a few times, uh, kept tight ends in. But, again, for the most part uh, – uh, he did. He did. Based on what I saw, and I've only seen the first half of the game a second time. I'll see the rest of it tonight. Uh, I, I thought he was playing well. Is brother Martin Crusader will clap back this week? Well, yeah, that's what Sean said earlier. He said he's back, and that's the question that I asked. Do now do they move Ruiz back to um, to, to guard, and do they start Will this week? I and think uh, based should. on what they, they did should. in training camp, you think they might? I mean that you know. I think they need to do something. Because Ruiz is getting killed. He's just—he's not an he's, NFL he's center lost. right he's now. He's just not—he's not—he's not ready to play center in the NFL. And McCoy's out at least another couple of weeks, huh? At least so. I was thinking about that. It was supposed to be a five-week injury. It happened right. Okay, week one. We're going into yeah. week four. So I guess they could maybe try to bring him back next week. But if not next week, it's probably going to be after the bye week. Yeah, I mean, who are we getting next week? Oh man, they need him against Washington. Washington's D line might be the best. In the oh, they got a, they got a serious defensive line, no doubt. They do. They got nothing else, but they got that. They got a serious defensive line, that's for sure. Yep. Scotty, we're going to take a quick break. When we yep. come back, I want to talk a little bit about the LSU Tigers. We'll get into some Tulane. I want to talk some Pels, too. Uh, again, Zion made his announcement this week. I want to get your take on that. <laughs> All that coming up here on Inside New Orleans, brought to you by the Katie's Family of Restaurants, Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City, Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue, and Bienvenue on Hickory. Hey, don't forget about my friends at Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. Uh, if you've got problems with the tires, the, again, they're your go-to shop. Uh, whether it's a, it's a repair of a tire, they, they got a nail or, or some, uh, some type of uh, the debris in the tire because of all the construction that's going on and all the debris that we have around the city right now, or you're looking for a new set of tires, something for everyone's budget. Again, uh, many, many levels of, again, tires that will fit everyone's budget. And, of course, uh, the experts when it comes to, again, uh, uh, when it comes to wheels, tires, Financing available, as well as ASC certified technicians and uh, the same diagnostic equipment you have at the dealerships, you get it right there at Southern Tire. Southern Tire, owned by the Piazza family since 1972, uh, on Hickory and Airline in Metairie, open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. Go to southerntire.com and check out all the service they provide for, for, your, uh, for, for you, the customer. Now, remember, folks, I'm telling you, it's going to happen. Something's going to get caught in your tire. Uh, you're gonna be you're gonna be up, upset and aggravated about it. Don't even worry about it. Bring it over to Southern Tire. They'll get you set up, ready to go. Get you back on the road. Hickory and Airline in Metairie, owned by the Piazza Famous 1972 at Southern Tire. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opelie. 
you're in the market for a quality used car, come visit us at Southern Tire Auto Sales. We have a large selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for every taste and budget. Every pre-owned vehicle on the lot has been carefully inspected for safety and quality. At Southern Tire Auto Sales, we'll only sell you the best used vehicles, and we'll never sell you something we wouldn't buy ourselves. Financing is available. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans Best Burgers, Poor Boys Muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at FrancescaDeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. Oceana Grill, Bourbon and Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. As life gets back to normal here, Diamonds Direct is doing our part with a special offer that's guaranteed to make celebrating those important moments easier and more affordable than ever. You can make any purchase at Diamonds Direct now and spread your payments over five years with zero interest. And everything's included. Rings, earrings, pendants, bracelets, bands. Plus, every sale at Diamonds Direct will benefit Cajun Navy Ground Force and Second Harvest. Buy now, spread your payments over five years, and give back at Diamonds Direct on Severn Avenue across from Lakeside Mall. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Today's program brought to you by the Katie's Family of Restaurants. Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City undergoing some renovations after, again, Hurricane Ida uh, uh, destroyed the roof. I uh, hope to be open within the next two weeks. Uh, Francesca by Katie's is open uh, in Lakeview on Harrison Avenue and Bienvenue on Hickory. Open for you. So get out there and enjoy uh, one, a, a meal at one of the Katie's Family of Restaurants. Celebrity Chef Scott Craig is our guest. Scott, a big win for the Tigers. Uh, again, uh, exercising the demons from last year. 28-25 Mississippi State. That doesn't look look good on the scoreboard at the end, but uh, again, they pretty much dominated them early in the, in, in the game. Uh, I like the way the defense, again, the 3-2-6 the alignment really worked. Uh, and uh, again, Max Johnson's been playing very, very well. He's got a plethora of wide receivers on that team. The only question mark for that team continues to be uh, the offensive line and whether they can get a running game going now. Uh, John Emery Jr. is, is, uh, is still academically ineligible. Uh, they, they petitioned the NCAA once again to get him back on the field. That didn't happen. Uh, his attorney's going to do something else, whether sue or whatever, to try to get him on, temporary restraining order. Who knows? We'll see if he's going to go. Uh, but uh, at some point they're going to have to run the football, and it may have to be this week against Auburn. But your thoughts on the Mississippi State game? Uh, well, um, yeah, I was impressed with the defense. Um, they had a great defensive game plan, which gives us hope for the, for the defensive coordinator at least. Um, 
offense, I mean, there is no running game. And Ty Davis-Price is obviously not the answer. He had a pretty good game against Mississippi State. 13 for 51, 3.9 average for, for him on, on Saturday. But what's happening to John Emery is ludicrous, man. It's the NCAA destroying a kid's dreams. I mean, are you kidding me? You know, I know his dad real well. And, and, and I, I'm just appalled at what's going on. I mean, this kid, and he's got good grades. He's a good student. It's not like he's some garbage student that doesn't try. I don't get it, man. I mean, the NCAA, it has to do with the number of hours that he took during 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 the, the pandemic. Now, I look at this. I'll put I put this more on LSU than anywhere else. They have a a, a group of um, of individuals that all they do is is again tutor or monitor what's going on academically with this, with, with again the student athletes. How do they let that slip through? Regardless of who you put it on, Eric. It's absolutely ludicrous for this young man to have to be going through this. Don't you think he wished he was he'd have gone to Alabama right now? All this kind of crap happens at LSU. This doesn't happen at Alabama. I mean, what is wrong with this program? What is going on? I mean, it's just before. Well, first of all, they're under a microscope with the NCAA. So, again, they're trying to make sure that every move they make is the correct move. Uh, nobody's looking at Alabama right now. But, again, the NCAA is trying desperately to be able to, again, put LSU in a trick bag right now based on, again, some of the, uh, some of the violations that have allegedly happened. Not just with the football program, with the basketball program as well, and then the sexual assault, uh, you know, off the field. So, uh, I think that's one of the reasons why, again, when, when they're, they're moving very cautiously with this situation. But no matter what, again, somebody should have caught that at LSU. Somebody should have caught the fact that he didn't have enough hours and, and, why, and why he didn't have enough hours so he could have gotten that taken care of in summer school. There's no doubt, but I, I just feel bad for John Emery. I really do. I mean, this is a five-star kid with, with really good grades that's done everything right and somehow – he fell through the cracks that he missed a class or whatever it is during COVID. I mean, come on, man, let the kid play ball. I mean, that's his dream is to play ball. It's his third year there and he's barely seen the field. You know, it's just, this uh, and, and some of that is on him too. I mean, again, whether it's learning it. the playbook, it. whatever it is, some of that's on him. But I expect to be a, that look, his attorney is supposedly very, very savvy when it comes to the NCAA. And I'm fully expect there'll be some type of a temporary restraining order to try to get him on the field again. And we'll, we'll see how that plays out. But, uh, again, this is the second time, I think, second or third time, the NCAA has spun, gone thumbs down on getting him back on the field. How about Auburn this weekend? T.J. Finley looks like he's going to be the starting quarterback. Uh, Auburn's a very, very physical team up front. You know, anytime you play the Auburn Tigers, again, you're going to get physicality on the offensive-defensive line. Uh, your thoughts on the game? Well, I mean, once again, Auburn, you know, blew us out last year. So, I mean, it should be a revenge game in some kind of way. But if you can't run the football, they just they, they need to use Kiner more. And good. They need to use those freshmen more. Let mm-hmm. them play. And let the offensive line, which is unbelievably a joke to me, because that's all nothing but five-star talent, too, that they haven't been able to – to mold into football players. And, I mean, this offensive line needs to gel, and they need to run the football. Um, yeah, Auburn's a really physical team, and they also need to stop the run because Auburn can run the football. 
I think Auburn's 25th in the league uh, in the uh, in the country against the run. I mean, we need to show that we can run the ball. You know, and against Mississippi State, there were there were a couple of bright spots trying to run the ball. Mm-hmm. But you know, I think part of the problem with the running game at LSU right now is they're trying to find an offensive identity. And they don't know whether they want to run a hurry up or they want to take 30 seconds off the clock every time they snap the ball with the with the with the quarterback staring at the coach on the sidelines. I mean, just run the play. You know, let them play ball. And uh, you know, I am extremely frustrated with LSU. And you know where I I, I think they need a great head coach. I just don't think they have one. And until they do, I think this is what we're going to get. Average football because they're going to at least they're going to lose at least four more games. I mean, there's no way. I don't think they can go to Kentucky and win. I they they may be able to beat Auburn this weekend because they got a good defense. But I mean, they got to play offense. They got they they've got to find a way to move the ball. And mm-hmm. I, it's just it's a frustrating situation to me to watch them. And it's like watching paint dry, man. That Mississippi State game was awful. You know, they had a couple of big plays. Boutte looked pretty good. You know, I mean, Max Johnson is inconsistent. I thought he was going to be better. But we have to remember, it was only his fourth game as a starter, pretty much, or sixth game as a starter, whatever it is. You know, and he does have – how many touchdown passes did he throw against Mississippi State? Two. Threw four touchdown passes on Saturday night, and he had two. He had 280 yards through the air, only missing out on on ten throws. So is that I, I, Max Johnson's not the issue. I mean, the issue no, is again not, the uh, the offensive line and the inability to run the football consistently. Does he have 19 touchdown passes now? Uh, I'm not sure what his. Let me see if I can grab his grab his full stats, but I'm not sure. I think he had 15 going in. I mean, the, the kid's great. No, he's got to have 15 total. But, I mean, he's the kid, He's just inconsistent, and he just needs an offensive line. It's just unbelievable to me that with all the recruits they've gotten on the offensive line, that they're not better than this. And you've got two guys on that offensive line in their fifth year with the program, and they're still terrible. You know, I – it's, it's tough. It, it, it is it's definitely tough. He's got 15, I think, in his. Uh, he's got 15. Look, like he's, uh, look, like he's got. Eight, I think he's got 12, 12 touchdowns this year so far. Again, I'm, I don't know if that's no, complete or not. I mean, see, no, no, I know it is. It's 15, 15 touchdowns. Uh, he's, he's got 1,144 yards, 15 touchdowns, tied for second uh, in, right. in the nation, and then three interceptions, and uh, his QB rating is 75.5 right now. Yeah, well, so 15 I mean, TDs. You're correct. The offense needs to get better. The offensive line needs to get better. They need a running game. Um, I think they can beat Auburn. I really do. I worry more about going into Kentucky and trying to beat them. So. See, and I don't. I, I'm, I'm, I'm taking it one game at a time with this team. You know, again, okay, you avenged the loss last year, last week to Mississippi State. Or you, you got better. Okay, you, 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 showed, you showed you much better on defense for sure. Now, let's right. see what they do at Auburn. They can handle the physicality of Auburn, but then you take in the next step if you beat Auburn. Then you go into Kentucky and you worry about Kentucky. This is not an yeah, LSU world-beating team where you can look at them and say, win, no. win, win, win on the schedule. You've got to wait and play the games now and see, and see how it's going to turn out. I can tell you this. I'm picking Ole Miss to beat Alabama. 
Ole Miss is good. That's going to be West. That I was I was talking to a, 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 one, one of uh, one of one of our clients over at uh, at Sportsbeat today, Craig, and we were talking about that. That that game is going to be huge this weekend. Yeah, uh, that is a must see game. I think if it was at Ole Miss, it'd be a no brainer. But I still think they're going to beat Alabama. They got a good football team, yep. and you know, as much as an idiot as Lane Kiffin is, how'd you like to have him as your head coach? You know. <laughs> Well, he's There's an offensive no genius, I'll LSU say that. You can't pay more than Ole Miss and get somebody like Lane Kiff. You know? I just, we shall see. Some people would think that some people think Lane Kiffin and, and Ed Ogeron are on the on the same uh, uh, same plane. <laughs> but uh we shall well, see. Uh, we shall see. Well I mean they're both Scotty, uh, got about two <laughs> got about two minutes left. Anything you want to say to the audience uh, about the yeah. restaurants uh, on the way out? Let's talk about street clothes junior. Now, well, now give, we it to, give me your Clothes best Street Clothes Jr. in two minutes. Street Clothes Jr. So, I cannot believe the Pelicans are going into the season without Zion. I mean, this guy, he's getting paid a fortune, and for what? You know, he doesn't even get in basketball shape coming into the season. And now, you know, he, he, his, he obviously didn't work on his game in the offseason because he's been hurt. You know, I mean, the guy's always hurt. I mean, I think they should trade him. I know everybody thinks I'm crazy for saying that, but he's not going to be here. He'll sign that max contract and go to the Lakers or the Knicks or wherever. You know, he's not going to stay here. It's just disappointing. But um, come out and support us at Francesca and Bienvenue. I'll keep you in touch with Katie's. Should be open in a couple of weeks, at least downstairs Mm -hmm. anyway. And we're looking forward for everybody to see what we have going on because it's going to be cool. Beautiful. How about the podcast? Y'all going to throw out a podcast before you leave? No. I can't tonight because I got to get ready to go. But we'll probably do it. Okay. I'll probably do it long distance uh, later in the weekend. So we're not going to have one okay. tonight, but we'll get it out. Beautiful. All right, man. Scotty, as always, thanks so much. Again, if you want yeah. catering, SCOT at Katie's in MidCity.com. Celebrity yeah. Chef Scott Craig. Happy anniversary, my friend. We'll talk next week. Thanks. All right, bro. Bye. Scott Craig. All right. Uh, You've been listening to Inside New Orleans, uh, brought to you by the Katie's Family of Restaurants, Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City, Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue and Bienvenue on Hickory. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. AC goes down. You need help. They're there to help you. Generator needs uh, needs needs assistance, whether, again, you're looking to uh, repair that generator or you need it service, they got you covered. Heating system, need to get it ready for the upcoming, um, uh, for the upcoming uh, winter season. Burkhardt could do that for you as well. Electrical needs, they're a one-stop shop. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call. A company you can truly trust. acpromise.com. acpromise.com. Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousie, the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? Friend? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry right, mouth, ringing finished? in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe. Causeway I 10 in Metairie. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhardt to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. 
As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Hi, Eric Ashwood, celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Ottawa. Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans Best Burgers, Poor Boys Muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at FrancescaDeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Create your trademark style at Macy's VIP Sale. With an extra 30% off the latest fall arrivals and all the brands you love with your coupon or Macy's card. And get 15% off your go-to beauty picks and the newest in skincare, makeup, fragrance, and more. Now at Macy's. Plus, Macy's Star Rewards members can earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off regular sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Did you know that United Healthcare helps connect you to doctors and therapists with 24-7 access to virtual care? So I could have therapy from my couch? Yep. Or a doctor appointment from my car? If you wanted to. Wait, you're right. I don't even like when people see me sing in the car. Couch appointment it is. Virtual visits are just one of the ways United Healthcare helps connect you to better health. Learn more at UHC.com. Plan benefits may vary. This is Robert Maddox, the owner of Han Roofing. I would not worry about hiring a contractor right now. I'd worry about getting my house temporary again. You got water coming in, you're vulnerable, overwhelmed, and you don't know what to do. I would hire someone, I don't care who it is, it doesn't matter if it's me, call me, we'll try to get to you. But call somebody just to do a temporary. Call us today for a free estimate at 504-737-2228. All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. I want to thank uh, celebrity chef Scott Craig, the Katie's Family of Restaurants, Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City, Bienvenue on Hickory, and Francesca by um, Katie's, all for being part of the program. Also, Sean Mazzana, Fox 8 Sports. He also joins us on the award-winning Inside of Wallen Sports tomorrow at 1 o'clock. Thank Rudy back in the studio. Thank our fantastic sponsor, sponsor our program. Go to ericashton.com for slideshow to sponsor, sponsor our program. Uh, and thank you so much for supporting those sponsors. The podcast will be up about 620, so you can check that out. Also coming up next on All Access with Ken Trahan uh, is uh, Adam Huns Hunsucker of USA Today. He's uh, covering LSU and Deuce Wyndham of The Athletic covering the Saints. Thanks so much for tuning in. Certainly appreciate it. We'll check you out tomorrow straight up 4 o'clock. My name is Eric Asher. Have a wonderful evening. From the dog catch to the governor, they all got to go.